Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Wellness, Wholeness, and Wisdom with your host, psychologist Parthenia Izzard. Parthenia is a psychologist and certified natural healthcare practitioner who will show you alternative paths towards health with a holistic approach. Call in with your questions or comments at 888-235-7374. And now here's the host of Wellness, Wholeness, and Wisdom, psychologist Parthenia Izzard. Good evening to those of you listening to our live broadcast tonight, October 17, 2008, and hello to those of you listening to an Internet archive within a few minutes of the show close or rebroadcast Saturday mornings at 9.03 a.m. here on Achieve Radio. There is a link on my website. You are listening to Wellness, Wholeness, and Wisdom with me, psychologist Parthenia Izzard at Achieve Radio on the Internet. To call into the program, call 888-235-7374. That's 888-235-7374. Or you can send an instant message, what they call an in-quick message, during the program through the link on the Achieve Radio homepage. Please, any problems with the Internet links, give me a call at 866-472-6094. On this program, we discuss alternative medicine therapies, related products and issues, and we do it with the experts. Only try the therapies shared here after consulting with your physician. Now, last Saturday, my guest was Dr. Carol Bruce, author of What Happy Parents Do, The Loving Rituals of um, the Loving Little Rituals of a Childproof Marriage. At the end of that program, we discussed the herb olive leaf and part two of the asana, Prasarita Padottanasana 1. If you missed that show, you can go to my website at www.amtherapies.com, click on the Achieve Radio link to hear the show. For appointments with me and for general information, call 866-472-6094. That's 866-472-6094. Intuitive Monique Chapman, and as as a matter of fact, I did speak with her today. She sort of had the dates mixed up uh, from last weekend. But anyway, we will see her again next month, uh, November, I believe it's November 14th. And at the end of that program, uh, with Monique's moments, she will share her intuition about the economy and callers' concerns. Also, remember you can purchase the book I co-authored, 101 Great Ways to Improve Your Health, on my site. Visit www.amtherapies.com to make that wonderful resource a gift to yourself and or a friend. Today I'm going to be, today, tonight, I'm going to be speaking with Debbie Mandel, author of Addicted to Stress, a woman's seven-step program to reclaim joy and spontaneity in life. Uh, I think men can benefit from it also. We'll find out. At the end of the program, we will discuss the herb Oregon grape and part three of the asana, Prasarita Padatanasana 1. Now it's time for our wellness news. 
Soothing music reduces stress, anxiety, and depression during pregnancy. Science Daily, October 14, 2008. Now, I'm actually going to do this in two parts. It's a rather lengthy report, and I really wanted to cover the whole thing. Um, music therapy can reduce psychological stress among pregnant women, according to research just uh, published in a special complementary and alternative therapy medicine issue of the UK-based Journal of Clinical Nursing. Researchers from the College of Nursing at Kaohsiung Medical University, Taiwan, randomly assigned 116 pregnant women to a music group and 120 to a control group. Quote, the music group showed significant reductions in stress, anxiety, and depression after just two weeks, using three established measurement scales, end quote, says Professor Chung Hei Shen, who is now based at the National Cheng Kung University. Uh, quote, in comparison, the control group showed a much smaller reduction in stress, while their anxiety and depression scores showed little or no improvement. Women in the music group also expressed preferences for the type of music they listened to with lullabies, nature, and crystal sounds, proving more popular than classical music. The women who took part in the study had an average age of 30 years, were between 18 to 34 weeks pregnant, and expected to have uncomplicated vaginal deliveries. All but five of the 241 women who were recruited from the antenatal clinic uh, at a medical center in southern Taiwan completed the pre- and post-test assessments. The demographic profiles of the two groups were very similar when it came to factors like education, occupation, social class and happiness with their marriage. Half of the women were pregnant for the first time and just over half of the pregnancies were planned. The number of women in their second and third trimesters were more or less equal. Four pre-recorded 30-minute music CDs were created for the study. Each featured mu music that mimicked the human heart rate uh, with between 60 and 80 beats per minute. The Lullaby CD included songs like Brahms' Lullaby and Twinkle Twinkle Little Star and composers like Beethoven and Debussy were included on the classical CD. The Nature Sounds included Tropical Mystery and Friendly Natives and the Crystal CD comprised Chinese children's rhymes and songs like Little Honey Bee and Jasmine. Women, women taking part in the music group were given copies of the CDs and asked to listen to them for 30 minutes a day for two weeks. Then uh, they completed a diary saying which CD they had listened to and why, what they were doing at the time. Most of them listened to the music while they were resting at bedtime or performing chores. Okay, and I'm going to finish that study uh, next weekend. Okay, you are listening to Wellness, Wholeness, and Wisdom with me, psychologist Parthenia Izzard. Uh, this portion of the program is sponsored by Alternative Medicine Therapies. Uh, visit my website, www.amtherapies.com, and call our number for remote appointments, 866-472-6094. It's 866-472-6094. You are hearing us live from the internet, internet and we'll be back with Debbie Mandel, author of Addicted to Stress, a woman's seven-step program to reclaim joy and spontaneity in life.
Why should you passively exist with backaches, allergies, PMS, colds, flu, and other ailments? It's time to take charge of your life with preventive measures. Contact Alternative Medicine Therapies for an initial consultation. Alternative Medicine Therapies offers a holistic approach to preventive care, unlike conventional medicine that tries to correct the illness that exists instead of preventing it altogether. Don't let anyone tell you that your situation is hopeless. Alternative Medicine Therapies like iridology, kinesiology, reflexology, energy medicine, which includes chi light therapy, acupressure, and psychological consultations has an amazing track record of positive results. Why suffer when Alternative Medicine Therapies with Parthenia Izzard is here to help? Contact Alternative Medicine Therapies today for an initial consultation and visit their website at www.amtherapies.com. Or call 610-658-0135. Alternative Medicine Therapies. Okay, you are listening to Wellness, Wholeness, and Wisdom with me, psychologist Parthenia Izzard. And remember, on my site, www.amtherapies.com, you can preview and purchase the book I co-authored called 101 Great Ways to Improve Your Health. Uh, my chapter is Naturopathy. We are talking with Debbie Mandel, author of Addicted to Stress, a woman's seven-step program to reclaim joy and spontaneity in life. Now, um, Debbie Mandel is a radio talk show host of a popular weekly health and fitness radio show uh, on uh, WGBB 1240 AM in Long Island, New York. Uh, she is also a stress management specialist and university professor who conducts a stress management relationship workshops for couples, women's groups, cancer survivors, caregivers, teachers, and young mothers. She has been a guest on NBC's Today Show and ABC's 2020. She's the author of two self-published self-help books, Turn On Your Inner Light, Fitness for Body, Mind, and Soul, and Changing Habits, The Caregiver's Total Workout, endorsed by Dr. Deepak Chopra. Mandel has offered uh, advice on stress management and relationships for BellaOnline.com, ClubMom.com, Web. MD.com, BeliefNet.com, FoxNews.com, MSN.com, LifetimeTV.com, Yahoo.com, and SmartMoney.com. She lives in Long Island, New York, with her husband and three children. Good evening, uh, Debbie. How are you? Good evening. Wow, what a, what an intro. <laughs> it's interesting when you hear the things about yourself like that, isn't it? <laughs> yes, it was so funny. I said, oh, my God. <laughs> well, I'm it's just good to know. A simple woman. <laughs> yes, right. Okay, whatever you say. All right. You're, you're from my favorite state. I grew up in New York State, out there in Westchester, New York. So it's nice to talk to somebody from my home state. How are you? Oh, it's a what pleasure. Is, what is the um, weather like out there? Is it, has, did it get cool there like it got cool out here in Pennsylvania? Yes, uh, it got a little chillier. The sun was warm today, but in the light of where we are in the calendar, it's fine. <laughs> you know, it's well, all relative, isn't it? Yes, it is. Now, did you grow up in New York State? Are you originally from New York State, or did you marry New York State? Well, first of all, <laughs> I'm from down south. I'm a Brooklyn girl. <laughs> and uh, we have our own sense of reality. 
Yes. So, you know, when you get married to somebody, you first have to marry yourself. You know, yes. I, in the book, that's my yes. formula, addicted to stress, is I do for me equals I do for us. Mm. And, and that's what Brooklyn girls are like. And uh, <laughs> we have to realize that uh, life is precious, being above ground and enjoying the interim, because it's a series of recoveries we have to navigate, right? Right. Well, now, did you uh, study psychology or uh, just have an affinity or interest for women and what they go through in terms of this stress issue, or was this just something you were always interested in? And... Oh, that's an interesting question. My background is I was an English professor. Oh, okay. I went to New York University. I minored in psychology, and you know, in Uh lit is great psychology, because in Mm. your fiction is your truth, right? Starting from Oedipus, right? I mean, that's the once you study lit, you are really studying psychology. In fact, I taught a course psychology in lit, and then um, I had two parents with Alzheimer's, not at the same time, Parthenia, but one after the other, and when. You get that kind of message in your life. It's kind of a clarification of your identity. You know, when your mom doesn't know your name anymore, you start to question, who are you? Who's the hidden girl within? I've always read medical studies. I love that. I I mean, it's a fascination with me. I still do. Every day I read studies and studies, and I was very impressed with the study you were reading before because it's very important to see who did the study and the sample and so forth. And so this confluence of my own life as a caregiver and my studies, plus I do workshops, so I have interacted with virtually thousands of women through Mm -hmm. workshops, through callers, and, and through people I coach, and I saw a big pattern. I heard the verbiage, you're crazy busy. That's what I heard. And then I heard bragging about it. Oh, you're crazy busy? Listen to this. I said, you know what? We have women who are addicted to stress, to that endless to-do list, which keeps growing. And that's how my work came about. Wonderful. Well, now, when you talk about stress, what are you talking about? When I talk about stress, there are two types. There's acute stress which is actually good for you. It wakes you up. It gets you vigilant. It it revs up your immune system. Okay, you perform better. But what I'm focusing on, the stress addict, is the person involved in chronic stress. And as you know, stress is an inflammatory process, the root cause of disease, and exacerbates existing conditions. Plus, it inflames your mind and your vitality, causes you dissatisfaction, unhappiness, uh, up into depression. That's what stress does to you. Chronic stress will shorten your life. The telomeres on the chromosomes are shortened with chronic stress. And since women are caregivers, they take care of their children, of their parents, they go to work in the household, they are setting themselves up for this kind of unhealthy process. Now, you said earlier the book is geared to women, but it helps men. 
Well, of course, if you blacken the S in front of the she, you get he, and, and men can certainly learn from that. But everyone should note that if the wife is stressed, if the mother of the house is stressed, you're laughing, but it is so and true. Then everybody absorbs it. And look, yes. we have children who are obese, who are taking statins, who have high blood pressure, and who are stressed. And, and we don't just raise children now. They have to be perfect children. You know, we're <laughs> all perpetuating this negative loop. Well, now I was also thinking that... It would help men understand women better, as well as provide a gift that they could share with the women in their lives. So, um, you know, uh, there are a lot of ways, because I didn't want it to be the kind of thing that only women would run out and buy, because, like I said, I think that everybody can pretty much benefit. And then if you have daughters, you certainly would want to have this to assist them or to share with them and Go, so forth and so on, and grandmoms. I guess you can have a gra- addicted grandmoms and moms. Well, you know, grand, grandmothers are raising some of the grandchildren, oh, goodness, right? Yeah. Grandmothers yeah. have yeah. become parents now. Plus, you know, with the economy the way it is, people who thought they were retired are not. There's a tremendous stress now because, you know what, I figured out, and I put this in the book, and I didn't have, you know, the prophecy that we're going to have this, but I do know, as I have told you earlier, that life is a series of recoveries, and we have to prepare, that because the economy is bad, see, we know how to accumulate. We live in a consumerist society, buy, 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 but when it comes to losing, we don't know how to lose. That's why we get into this grief. We don't know how to lose anything, and people pass away, too. So we need to fortify ourselves. I wrote this book to help people reclaim your identity and and really get a sense of who you are, what you uniquely bring to the table, so that you can weather things and and take the time to enjoy life. You know, the, the profile of a stress addict means that you cannot relax that you feel guilty about relaxing or having fun. Does this resonate? Well, yes, and um, I just want to let our listeners know that this is a delightful book. It's a, not a, a static book. It's not a. Um, it's a. Ver- it has a sense of humor throughout, which I'm certain they've already started picking up on with you know <laughs> with listening to you. But I want to make sure they understand that and. Um, Realize that it is, it is, even though it's a serious topic and very important, it is handled in a very enjoyable fashion. Uh, you talk about your seven steps, but before we get to that, how how do people determine whether or not they're addicted to stress? I know you provide a good questionnaire in your book, but you know what can you tell somebody just briefly to sort of get them started thinking about this? Okay. One thing is that you do things with a loose mind. You're not focused. You're always scanning for what's next on your to-do list. So you're going to the school play, but your cell phone is connected to 10 other things. And then you think, oh, I wish this play were over because I've got to go do this. You're also, <laughs> right? uh, you're also not listening attentively. You're waiting to speak. You're not present to what you're doing. And how about this one? You're the sacrificial giver. That's all you do is you're going to tip over. Yeah. And you've got the stern inner critic, Parthenia. You know, all you do is you beat yourself up over everything. I should have said, I didn't say. 
and numb from the waist down. You lose your sexuality, your vitality, because it's another thing on your to-do list. You're depleted. Well, now, I would imagine, and I, know, I think I know the answer to this question, but I'm certain my listeners are saying, well, can men be addicted to stress? <laughs> yes, of course, but you know what the studies say, and I think everyone's going to get a kick out of this. Over the last few decades, men have been setting responsibilities and are happier than they have been since the 1970s, while mm. women have picked up the responsibilities and are unhappier. And I think that's fascinating. That tells us a lot, doesn't it? Most definitely. Um, okay, well, ladies and gentlemen, the, uh, the um, questionnaire that she has in the beginning of her book that will not take a lot of your time and it will give you a chance to sort of get a quick handle on where you fall in this whole spectrum of addiction to stress. And um, why don't you tell our listeners why you use the word addiction and why you feel it's so appropriate to what it is you're talking about? Because an addiction fundamentally comes from a lack of personal empowerment. So you need to get the adrenaline surge to get going. And that's what addiction to stress means. We do not know how to sit quietly, how to relax, how to enjoy ourselves. We need the surge of adrenaline, then we crash, and then we start the cycle again. And you will notice that, okay, you finished your projects for the day and you have a little free time in the evening. You say, oh, let me get started on my daughter's costume. <laughs> what, the, let me do a machine of laundry because I have a break. Instead of bonding with yourself or with your family, you're always busy. You're running away from your personality, from who you are. What are you afraid of finding? Well, very good, and and I think I, I'm certain this is resonating with tons of ladies, probably some who are not quite as addicted as one might think, but who are at least borderline, if not full-fledged, <laughs> uh, addicted um, persons. Um, you talked, uh, you mentioned a study, uh, and I, usually whenever we mention a study, I always like to give somebody a handle that they can follow up to get more details about the study, what you mentioned about the men being happier now. What, do you, can you just share with us a, a reference so that people will know how to follow up on that yes. information? Yes, uh, the study comes from the University of Pennsylvania and Princeton, and um, there was a researcher, Betsy Johnson, was involved, and um, that is a study that uh, was I took actually from the original manuscript that came out. So if you Google that Princeton University study about happiness, the research is very interesting, and um, it took into consideration, I believe, four decades. Mm. So I open up with that in the book. I also have a lot of studies in the book, you know, about food and mood and um, medical issues. Uh, in addition to that, about exercise, you know, what it does for the brain that was cutting edge. Uh, like a study known as lobes of steel, you know, when you exercise, how you create new neurons in the brain while you shed stress to think clearly. And what I did in the book to make it easy for people is there are boxes. So there are boxes of the tips that come from the studies, 
that are all footnoted in the back. And then there are the tales from people themselves who have experienced stress addiction. Some have solved it and others are still wrestling with it. So I made that pretty easy to find. Well, now, we know a little, I think the average person knows something about some of the health risks related to stress in general, but can you share with us some of the health risks that are related specifically to stress addiction? Yes, uh, the constant inflammatory response. So that's cardiovascular, and that also has been implicated, you know, in a cause near and dear to my heart, Alzheimer's, because the stress hormone cortisol lingers the longest in the brain and causes inflammation there. Now, if you have a tendency to autoimmune problems, this is very damaging to you because it exacerbates the condition. If you have a tendency to skin issues like psoriasis or eczema, it will be exacerbated by being in a constant state of stress if you are a diabetic as well. You know what I like to call autoimmune diseases, and I do so, in fact, in the book? It's the self against the self. I believe that's the mental component. Very good. Well, now, um, you talk also about women's eating habits and how um, they're dependent on their mood. Uh, and when you want to talk a little bit about the relationship between stress and food, especially as it applies to these I want to say the the stress addict. Yes, say it, please. Let's lift the veil, <laughs> Parthenia. Let's call it what it is. This isn't a make-believe term. It is validated, by the way, by Dr. John Rady, who has written eight books about this topic of stress and exercise. Um, he's a psychiatrist at Harvard and a professor. And you know what yeah. he calls stress addicts? Stress what? junkies. Yeah. Yeah, this yeah. is a legitimate issue. This isn't like a gimmicky term. We yeah. have to face it. We do not know how to be quiet. I talk to women. They, they say, I can't just sit here. You know, I do meditations with people. You know that some of them say I go through my shopping list. It's a waste of time, they say. To During the meditation. Yes. <laughs> yes. Because they say I can't waste this time. Or another one, they're horrified. If I say... I Right? Yeah, they also probably fall in the category of people who no matter how much time they allow themselves, for example, when they get up in the morning, they're still going to be rushing. They're still yeah. going to be dashing out of the door at the at the last minute. Or, or get in a project that they had plenty of time to do, but mm-hmm. wait till the ele- that's stress addiction. I need to shoot myself in the leg to get going. And that's like an addict because you need a bigger fix every time. You see, that's why the endless to-do list is growing. Okay, well, let's talk about the food, the eating habits. <laughs> yeah, I love food. <laughs> when did we become at war with our food, Parthenia? <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> now, now, there's a whole science to food and mood. You know, if you're not eating properly, and the stress addict's always having coffee, you know, rushing around with coffee, fast food, skipping breakfast, I might add. Okay, mm. using the sugar to placate the soul, you know, with the fatty foods. But food and mood are interrelated, and the good news is, the good news is if you want to release serotonin in your brain, complex carbohydrates are very effective. The whole grains, the brown rice, 
um, the oatmeal, the whole wheat toast. And if there are any Italians listening to us, I apologize, whole wheat pasta. That's <laughs> heresy. <laughs> Mix it. <laughs> Mix white pasta with whole wheat. But, you know, I used to eat white rice years ago, and now I eat brown rice. And you get used to it, and it's delicious. You just got to cultivate your taste buds. And here's the good news. You wake up irritable, go for the oatmeal or the whole wheat. Wait 20 minutes and go to your protein. Now, if I have an intellectually driven task, okay, then I will start with my proteins and then go to my whole wheat products, multigrains, 20 minutes later. This study comes from Dr. Judith Wortman from Harvard. Oh, yeah. And I think it's very important. These are the kind of studies I want people to know. What can you do to help your body nurture your mindset? So that, and, we, and the omega-3s are very important for your mood. So, you know, the fatty fish like salmon is wonderful. And talk to your doctor if he wants you to take fish oil tablets, you know. But these are very important things to help your mood. And I'm happy to tell all our listeners Go for the dark chocolate before the medical community changes their mind. Oh, you know somebody's going to say something. But anyway, you got to sort of pick and choose. Like you say, you got to follow the research and see who's doing the research and what the circumstances were of the studies. And out of um, Italy, the dark chocolate is validated again and again. Okay, hold that thought. Uh, you are listening to Wellness, Wholeness, and Wisdom with me, psychologist Parthenia Izard. I want to remind you of the Internet Mall on my website where you can purchase all kinds of wonderful products at very low rates. Check regularly as I change and add products often. You can also purchase Nature Sunshine products who offer a line of extensive high-quality nutritional supplements. Multiple vitamin boost your immune system, weight loss support, or an herbal blend for your health concerns. They can help. Uh, you are listening to Wellness, Wholeness, and Wisdom, as I said earlier. And uh, we'll be back with Debbie Mandel, author of Addicted to Stress, a woman's seven-step program to reclaim joy and spontaneity in life. Did you passively exist with backaches, allergies, PMS, colds, flu, and other ailments? It's time to take charge of your life with preventive measures. Contact Alternative Medicine Therapies for an initial consultation. Alternative Medicine Therapies offers a holistic approach to preventive care, unlike conventional medicine that tries to correct the illness that exists instead of preventing it altogether. Don't let anyone tell you that your situation is hopeless. Alternative Medicine Therapies like iridology, kinesiology, reflexology, energy medicine, which includes chi light therapy, acupressure, and psychological consultations has an amazing track record of positive results. Why suffer when Alternative Medicine Therapies with Parthenia Izzard is here to help? Contact Alternative Medicine Therapies today for an initial consultation and visit their website at www.amtherapies.com. Or call 610-658-0135. Alternative Medicine Therapies. Ah, ah, there it is. <laughs> you are listening. Yes, see, I have cues and things, folks, some music I'm waiting for. <laughs> you are listening to Wellness, Wholeness, and Wisdom with me, psychologist Parthenia Izzard. Check the website to see who my guest will be next week, October 24, 2008. At the end of that program, we will discuss papaya and part three of the Asana. Uh, actually, we'll do Asana 
uh, Utanasana 1 uh, next week because t today I'm going to do part 3 of Prasarita Padatanasana 1. We are back with Debbie Mandel, author of Addicted to Stress, a woman's seven-step program to reclaim joy and spontaneity in life. If you want to call in and ask a question of my guest, call 888-235-7374. That's 888-235-7374. And for those of you who are too shy to call in, you can always go to the website and, you know, send me an in-quick message, which I will read on the air. Okay, um, you were, uh, you want to, well, what I'd like to do is sort of give people an overview of the seven steps, and then I wanted you to sort of start with whichever one you'd like to share. I know which one is probably my favorite right now, and uh, as long as we cover those two, then we'll be good. Um, okay, you've got be aware of your own stress addiction. Uh, step two, reclaim your identity. Step three, learn to become a healthy narcissist. I love that one. <laughs> I figured you'd laugh at that. <laughs> Step four, build a healthy body. Step five, cultivate your sense of fun and humor. I especially like that. Uh, step six, jumpstart your libido, and I'm certain everybody's ears popped, perked up at that. I like and that one. <laughs> <laughs> step seven, how could anyone not? Uh, step seven, reframe your thoughts. Okay, um, so as long as we cover the uh, healthy narcissist, uh, fun and humor, and the libido, I think we'll be good to go. So which one would you like to sort of give us some insight on? Well, or you can, can do you can, can touch them on in the order that if you want to begin with healthy narcissist fancy, the first step is I'll just go through very quickly is, right. is awareness. If you're not aware, you can't feel so. Once you lift the veil, you see the pattern. You're already on the road to changing it. Then you need to reclaim your identity. As we said earlier, I give you fun quizzes. Introspection doesn't have to be a dark tunnel. It can be fun and <laughs> joyous. And I'm not taking you back Freudian to your childhood. I'm dealing with today, right, Parthenia? Right. Let's do much of the here and now. <laughs> yeah, cognitive behavioral therapy. We are here. We are now. Let us deal with that. And uh, once you've reclaimed that hidden girl within, before you became a wife, a mother, a colleague, now we'll fortify it by becoming a healthy narcissist. Okay, now, before we get into that, can you give us your contact information? I want to make sure I let them know, you know, how to get in touch and uh, what your website address is. Uh, my website address is addictedtostress.com. doesn't get simpler than that. And um, it's educational. And so you can enjoy the articles and the radio shows with experts that are archived and learn more about the book. Now, what is the Turn On Your Inner Light website about? That was from my first book and my radio oh, show. Yeah. And I made it very easy. See, it has two names. Because being that I wrote Addicted to Stress, and I think that's my finest work, it's like the mm -hmm. culmination of studies and of what I went through viscerally and, you know, my from a higher panorama, I wanted to make it easier. Because just imagine when you tell people, go to turnonyourinnerlight.com. Now, is it yeah. light? Is it life? What is it? So I yeah. gave the, uh, the website a second name, you know, my other split personality. 
<laughs> and I called it addicted to stress. That makes it easy for everybody to find. If you go to DebbieMandel.com, you'll find it too. So uh, I think that we are multiple people. Does that make sense? Of course, most definitely. Okay. I just want to make sure they know how to follow up on, you know, getting the book and finding out as much as possible about you and it. Oh, that's okay, true. good. So let's go on to your step three. So becoming a healthy narcissist, you know, narcissism has a bad connotation. But that's yeah. okay because everything bad has something good in it and everything good has something bad in it. So uh-huh. we could learn from the narcissist. And what can we learn? We can learn to have this confidence in ourselves that that people want to be in our aura. They want to do things for us so we won't be afraid to delegate, right? When the holidays come, we'll say, you do this and you bring that and you do kitchen detail. A narcissist is very able to do that. A narcissist likes when you do things. I give a narcissist a compliment, and he or she says, thank you. I compliment a stress addict and say, oh, no, I don't really look good. I put on five pounds. Am I right, Parthenia? Absolutely. So there you go. So also, if a narcissist uh, fails at something, he or she moves forward. They can separate who they are from what they do. I want you to be a healthy narcissist. I want you to hang around with other healthy narcissists and affirm one another. And it's very important to know what you uniquely bring to the table. This is your empowerment, and that's the message you hone and you convey to everybody, even by the way you dress, whether it's casual or elegant or bold or subtle. Very good. I'm glad you and, liked it. Well, <laughs> I yes, told you and, this is my and I want them to work. know that the energy that you share in your presentation flows through the book. It, it, yes. it flows and moves along just like that. Very good. You know, so it anyway. is rare. By, by the huh? way, it is rare for a writer to communicate. You know that in that yes. way. But yes. I I do both because this is my passion, as you can tell. This is my message, and I'm so honored that you give me this opportunity to get this message, of course, because we could break this. We could become better and happier and and turn all this stress into strength. Yes. Well, very good. They'll get the book and they can get everything straightened out. (laughs) (laughs) And have fun with it. That's key. Okay. Let's get to the Build the Healthy Body, which is always the last thing that seems people gravitate to. You know why? Because it's something you do for yourself. Mm -hmm. Stress addicts don't do things for themselves. They are last on the to-do list. So that's why exercise, you all know how healthy it is. I don't have to waste time telling everybody what exercise does for you and how it heals you. But the point is we don't do it because we're last on that to-do list. And the same thing with the eating. If you exercise, you organize your day around healthy eating because, hey, I worked out. I'm not going to mess it up with a Snickers bar. (laughs) They better not. (laughs) I mean, you know, just imagine you lifted weights, you ran, now I'm going to undo it. Oh, no. I'll eat uh, something like whole wheat pasta. (laughs) (laughs) Very good. And then I guess sense of fun and humor. You like that? Yes, I do. 
But I think I think people need uh, uh, so oftentimes they do need advice about how to have fun and how to interject humor in everything they do. I think we uh, take you ourselves think so. too serious. No, we take ourselves very seriously, Parthenia. You know, we got to lighten up, and that's where releasing our inner child. Now, I don't mean becoming childish because we're not. We are experienced. We know the world, but just having fun and laughing and you know humor objectifies problems right mm-hmm. it reduces them mm-hmm. i had a woman in my workshop who was very down in the dump and i told her to watch comedies and to let me know what happened and i said not to give up until you're laughing it took her eight hours of comedies and i'm not exaggerating but after yeah. eight hours she laughed and then it became easy. <laughs> don't give up <laughs> Well, yeah, whatever it takes, and it doesn't. You know, once you get started, that's that's the the big the big thing to get. Just get started with it, and and it'll take care of itself. And cultivate um, an eye for it. You know, start looking for it. Right, let go, yeah. and 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 I call it free medicine. Yes, because you're absolutely right. Even when people t- decide what programs they're going to watch on television, they're always picking, or they tend to pick these truly gory and de- depressing and frightening uh, things to watch, and then they wonder why they feel depressed or unhappy or, you know, like hopeless. And, yeah, they're watching know. the stock market, and they're listening to the media, <laughs> the frenzy. You want to talk about generalized anxiety disorder? <laughs> and, and they're glued. Like, they can't stop. Uh, you know, my husband at home does this, and I shut the TV. I said, what's the We're going for a walk. What's the matter with you? I mean, it's just so funny, and we who wants to watch the 11 o'clock news at night? Please don't. There's going to be something horrible because sensationalism sells. Exactly. Well, let's get to the jumpstart your libido. <laughs> <laughs> yes, let's. And I want everyone to know that when you go to a doctor, and if that doctor is a good doctor, he or she will ask you, how is your sex life? Because that's a measure of your health and your vitality. And it's very important to have this. And when you're stressed and depleted and fatigued, and again, it becomes last on your to-do list. And if you're living with your lover or your husband, you know, you don't need to accomplish for him because he doesn't validate you. The stress addict wants a compliment. Well, hold that thought. <laughs> you are listening to Wellness, Wholeness, and Wisdom with me, psychologist Parthenia Izzard. And um, we will be back shortly with Debbie, Debbie Mandel, author of Addicted to Stress, a woman's seven-step program. See, it's not very, very involved there. Seven-step program to reclaim joy and spontaneity in life. Why should you passively exist with backaches, allergies, PMS, colds, flu, and other ailments? It's time to take charge of your life with preventive measures. Contact Alternative Medicine Therapies for an initial consultation. 
Alternative medicine therapies offers a holistic approach to preventive care, unlike conventional medicine that tries to correct the illness that exists instead of preventing it altogether. Don't let anyone tell you that your situation is hopeless. Alternative medicine therapies like iridology, kinesiology, reflexology, energy medicine, which includes chi life therapy, acupressure, and psychological consultations has an amazing track record of positive results. Why suffer when alternative medicine therapies with Parthenia Izzard is here to help? Contact Alternative Medicine Therapies today for an initial consultation and visit their website at www.amtherapies.com. Or call 610-658-0135. Alternative Medicine Therapies. You are listening to Wellness, Wholeness, and Wisdom with me, psychologist Parthenia Izzard. Uh, remember my book, 101 Great Ways to Improve Your Health. You can purchase it on my site. And yes, Mark Allen is still enjoying college, making friends, and learning how to prioritize. Um, we are back with Debbie Mandel, author of Addicted to Stress, a woman's seven-step program to reclaim joy and spontaneity in life. Call 888. 888- 8-235-7374. That's 888-235-7374 with your questions. So let us go on here with jump-starting your libido. Yes. So what, as we were saying before, this is a measure of your health, and it really releases endorphins when you are sexual. It is a wonderful way to target fatigue. It is a physical activity which jumpstarts your body and your mind. And uh, we need to activate the fantasy and the fun. And part of the problem is sometimes we get so irritable and angry. And who do we get angriest at? The one we live with, who is our mirror, right? Because it's really the self we are angry with and disappointed with. So when you manage your stress, I'm going to tell you something interesting. Sometimes a woman looks at her man and says, oh, he looks like a prince. And other times she looks at him, he looks like a toad. What happened? It's her stress. Did you say it's the same man? (laughs) It's the same man. It could be hours apart. But what happens is when she's stressed and upset and she gets angry And sometimes we think he should be our clone, and he is not, or he should be a mind reader, the poor guy, and this is what happens, and we lose out on a loving relationship because it's ourselves we don't love. Do not abandon yourself, and you need to have a romance with life in order to jumpstart your libido. That's certainly clear enough. Now, um, what about now this reframing your thoughts? That's the ultimate. See, the seven steps are not randomly, you know, situated on this ladder. Uh, The hardest and the last step is to change your perception. Life is a story. I want a positive story. We all self-justify, do we not? Oh, yes. Okay, so let's make this story so positive that we can throw a little compassion in there so we can release things. I do not need to hold the burden and the inflammatory process of chronic stress 
which relies on anger and resentment. So reframing your thoughts is something that I show you how to do in the book, how to reinterpret. I'm going to give you an example. Uh, One of the women in my group was very upset. It was Christmas time a year ago, and her friends got diamonds and cashmere sweaters, and she bought her husband something really great. And you know what he bought her? (laughs) You ready? A fire extinguisher. No, he didn't. Yes, he did. And (laughs) he was fuming, and I'm sorry to pun on the word fire extinguisher, but she was fuming. And she said, okay, Debbie Mandel, show me how to reframe that because I'm going to kill him. And I said to her, look, men are gadget guys, and your husband happens to go out of town a lot. You know, this is someone in my regular group. He wanted you to be safe, be safe. and secure. <laughs> he bought you a fire extinguisher. Well, she did what you did. She laughed. She said, I don't know if I completely buy it, but I'm not angry. Thank you. And that's now I reframed now because I also used humor in my reframing, right? Because humor can help you reframe. They're not two different categories. But the point is, isn't this a better story? Most definitely. And might it not be true? Yes, well, you have to look at things from the other person's perspective to understand where they're coming from when they make a a present or a presentation like that. You can't always look at it from your own perspective. And what about the waiter who's nasty to you? Um, and, And maybe we could put a positive spin on how he had this hard day and he's supporting a family and then when you tell him, you know, excuse me, I'm sorry you're having a hard day, uh, but you didn't bring me my salad yet or so, you might get free dessert out of it because you'll <laughs> diffuse that situation instantly. You can reframe anything. I can take um, Hansel and Gretel and show you they were two juvenile delinquents if I want to. You know, it's perception, and we need to let it go. And the key to reframing is to do it during the good time. So you can have a relaxation response to you when you need it. That's what Buddhists do daily. They conjure up terrible, upsetting situations, and they reframe them to the positive. So this becomes automatic for you, you see. Well, now, what is the best way for someone to get started? With the program? Yes, with this, uh, this uh, okay, they've decided or they've, you know, done the, the test in the beginning. They feel, yes, I, I'm addicted to stress. What, what, is some, what should be the next step to get them started with your process? Well, the book takes you through it. So once you are aware, and don't forget, I have a whole section called Stress 101 where I go through clinically CRP levels. <laughs> Everything that happens to you, you won't want to be stressed. I make you so (laughs) horrified you will be stressed by stress. Then you go through the steps. You are literally seven steps away from shedding stress. See, stress will always be there. I don't want anyone to think you're going to live stress-free when you finish my book. You're not. But stress will always land on your doorstep. But my book will teach you not to always open the door. You don't have to. So each step is designed. After you are aware, then you reclaim the hidden girl within. You have to know who you were, what your dreams were, what makes your heart sing. Then I show you how to empower yourself with healthy narcissism so you can say no 
and accept the no, right, Parthenia? What if you say no to me? I have to accept it, too. Not just exactly. about me saying no to you, okay? Then building a healthy body because the mind and the body, right, are connected. Being in alternative medicine, we know this. Cultivating your sense of fun and humor. Jump-starting your libido. You have to have a healthy bar, a body in order to be sexual, right? If you're not healthy, I told you, that's sure. the first thing a doctor needs to know. Then reframing your thoughts is the last step. And then I wrote an epilogue to help you pull it together so that when you are tested, and you will be tested by people, your family, right? And I don't want you to be condescending because you know all these things. That's not how you help others. You want to grow with them. So what I show you in the book through these seven steps is how to take off your mask, how to rid yourself of emotional programming, how to stop all the criticism of other people, and most importantly, of yourself. The message you will learn is there are a lot of hidden stressors in life, and I have to identify them to do what I can with the things that I know about. So it's very important to really go through them. You know, people have told me that have read the book. The book's only out uh, just this September and they said, you know, it was a very fast read. It is not a heavy read. No. And it's something you can go back to because I want everyone to know sometimes three words can change your life. It's true. Well, and also you you provide a very thorough uh, resource list to assist people in doing everything that it is you hope they're going to do and to answer any questions or provide any guidance. Well, let me ask you this. What what? Just so people are sort of keeping on the lookout, what have you found uh, in terms of the feedback from your clients to be the greatest challenge in getting through the steps? I think the greatest challenge for them is to keep it going. To mm. and, and I'm going to tell you this, what one woman said to me, that her challenge was that she learned she can change after she accepted herself. It was about accepting herself. You know, right. there were things she didn't want to say. That's what I want you to know, to embrace yourself. Once you do that, you are ready to change, to live in good alignment. And uh, then at the end, many women have told me they felt more powerful and they knew how they differed from others. You know what I mean? That's how you define yourself. This is my creativity. Well, now, in the end of the book, you close with a very nice phrase. You say, smile deeply within. This is the time of the program where I always ask for a very quick kind of words of wisdom uh, statement. What would be your statement? What would be your words of wisdom? Well, I think if I have to leave you with a thought, I like to be very concrete because it's about building up an immunity to feeling negative. That's what the point of this book is. Instead of that endless to-do list that we began with, how about writing a list, look what I did today, <laughs> and revel yeah. in it, right? I mean, I want everyone to take something concrete back. That's beautiful. Well, you know, I, I'm, I, I feel like I, I have more than I want to talk to you about, but unfortunately the time is done, and I have to close by thanking you so much for spending this time with us and uh, looking forward to having you on the show again. I think it's been great getting to know you. 
And again, this has been a wonderful way to get the word out. And my inner light greets your inner light. Thank you so much. Have a good night. Be well. Okay, uh, you are listening to Wellness, Wholeness, and Wisdom with me, psychologist Parthenia Izzard. I want you to know uh, to check the website to find out who my guest will be next Friday, October 24, 2008. Um, and remember, Monique Chapman will be back with us November 14, 2008. I did speak with her today. It was just a mix-up in the dates. Uh, so we will hear from her then. And again, Mark is doing wonderfully. And I do provide remote sessions. Wellness, wholeness, and wisdom. Be well. Why should you passively exist with backaches, allergies, PMS, colds, flu, and other ailments? It's time to take charge of your life with preventive measures. Contact Alternative Medicine Therapies for an initial consultation. Alternative Medicine Therapies offers a holistic approach to preventive care, unlike conventional medicine that tries to correct the illness that exists instead of preventing it altogether. Don't let anyone tell you that your situation is hopeless. Alternative Medicine Therapies like iridology, kinesiology, reflexology, energy medicine, which includes chi light therapy, acupressure, and psychological consultations has an amazing track record of positive results. Why suffer when Alternative Medicine Therapies with Parthenia Izzard is here to help? Contact Alternative Medicine Therapies today for an initial consultation and visit their website at www.amtherapies.com. Or call 610-658-0135. Alternative Medicine Therapies.